Mar. I love you, Mama. <laughs> you want to get a better sense of what I'm like. <laughs> right. Okay. Welcome to Crafty Mama the Podcast for all things crafting, mom life, and Miranda. My name is Miranda, and welcome to my podcast. I'm here with Maggie today, and hello. Per request, I'm going to start this off with a random story, and this just kind of lets you guys know who I am a little bit more. The other day, I went to the gym, and I was just planning on, usually I just walk at an incline on the treadmill and then go sit in the sauna and just like have a moment of peace while my girls are in the daycare. And I walked in, and I saw my friend Jenna, and she said, do you want to come work out with us? And I said, sure, who's us? She said, Laura. I said, okay, cool. So I start working out with Jenna and Laura, first time meeting Laura, and we're sitting there and they were talking about how they just got spray tans. And I said, oh, they look good. And Jenna was like, do you want one? And I just politely answered yes. And she goes, great, we'll do it right after this workout. And I was like, what? what? And she goes, yeah, Laura just got a machine and she's got a tent in her basement. So just come on over. It's 10 minutes away. We'll just go do a spray paint. So an hour and a half later, I was standing naked in Laura's basement as she spray tanned me. And I'm like, well, I would like to say that these kind of things don't happen to me. But that would be a lie because that is that didn't surprise me or anyone. Yeah, that It's worth noting that every time you told not only me but other friends, the response was not surprised. Yeah, literally they were and I, unfazed. I, I posted it on TikTok and people were like, Oh, I love being a woman. They're like, this is the beauty of womanhood. And I was like, I guess, I guess. But that's just a little bit about me. <laughs> so last episode, we talked about Mr. One. Mr. One taught us that it's weird to obsess over leggings. You shouldn't <laughs> ghost people. And to set your expectations about what you want on a dating profile. Anything else to add? I don't think so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Nothing memorable. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we are talking about Mr. Two. And if you are new here, this is part two of a series called The Seven First Dates I Went On as a Single Mom, The Do's, The Don'ts, and The Lessons Learned, where I share the details of the first dates I went on as a single mom, what I learned from each date, and what I would do differently if I had to start over again. So Mr. Two, where I found him, Hinge. And at this point, I had downloaded and deleted my Hinge account three times. And I'm not saying like deleted the app, like I fully deactivated the app three different times because it was terrifying to be on dating sites again. And I just did not like the feeling of finding guys on dating apps because if I found them, how many other people have they found? And I just didn't like the idea of like them being out there like that. But then again, I was on the dating app, so it's like, you can't be too mad. But I think that's the downside of dating apps because people want to have their options open and meet new people, but it's quote-unquote psycho to ask someone to delete their dating apps after a couple dates, according to my 22-year-old brother. Mm. <laughs> so I did match with Mr. Two on a different dating site, too, but even though one of my buddies said it was fine to be on that app, I very quickly figured out that that was not the app I should be on. Um, but this guy had seen me on both of these apps and made a comment that I was on Hinge and there too. And I don't think it was the best look for me. So I deleted that app in full after three days of having it because I got a lot of questions from guys like, why are you on this app? And I was like, so-and-so said I could be, I didn't tell them so-and-so, but you know who I'm talking about. He yes. said I could be there Yeah, and I shouldn't have been there. So lesson learned. Stay in your lane. <laughs> um, but Mr. Two, he did have a great smile 
and he said he was about 6'2", if I remember correctly. Um, he wore a lot of hats in his photos, which I found out after some digging was because he was bald. And I realized I love hair and I love long hair. <laughs> and I really didn't want to give him a chance because I've never dated anyone without hair before. But then I realized that maybe I should give him a chance and I should date someone new because what I had been doing clearly wasn't working before. Um, he was a single dad, which did offer me some peace because I knew I wouldn't have to hide the fact that I have kids in order to fit a mold, which I was not trying to be in a mold at this time. And I did pretty good at maintaining this. I had some slip ups, but I just didn't want to be anyone but myself. I also know that I love babies. I want more babies. So if someone has babies from a previous relationship, that's not really a negative for me. Um, because that would be a horrible double standard if like I didn't want them to have kids, but then they would be there for me. So plus you love all babies. So. I do. I do love <laughs> actually this is here's another random story. On my Facebook memories yesterday, I found a picture and I was holding some baby. I literally don't know, but it was on oh whoops. But it was on my parents' couch. And it was from 11 years ago. So I was like, what 12-year-old is walking around now that I was holding? And I couldn't wrap my head around <laughs> whose baby I was holding. So that's a very true fact. I love babies. <laughs> Hence Mama Mer. Hence Mama Mer. Bonus, though, that his baby was very close in age to my youngest. So I already started imagining what dates might look like with him with our littles. And he worked in tech. So when I pictured my future with him, like I do for anyone that I talk to for a moment in time, I could see him solving all of my Bluetooth and device issues for the rest of my life and us just having a lot of little babies run around at the same time. He was team iPhone all the way and we love the blue, the blue messages and the dots. I don't actually think I looked at his social media beforehand because at this point I was on rapid fire mode. So I wasn't looking into people's Instagrams and like trying to find them on social media. I was solely looking at their dating profile and just trying not to look into things too much because I knew that the best way to get to know someone was in person on some sort of date, whether eating or walking or doing something. So I was like, well, I'm not going to waste my time deep diving into these guys and as long as I don't get really weird legging vibes, I'm going to give him a chance again. <laughs> so the red flags before the date. I already brought up the hair or the lack of hair. And it was just something that I was really having a hard time with. So not to say it was a red flag that was popped up on the actual date. For the record, though, you did really fight your instincts. I remember you talking to me about it. Like, you don't want to judge him for not having hair. You know it's not his fault, but we have preferences. <laughs> yeah, I know. And also, I had pushed off going on this first date with him. And I think if I went back and did it all over, I probably should have just listened to my gut and not gone. Right. Because I ended up, we, I think him and I rescheduled that date like three or four times. And so... All that to say, like, if your gut is telling you no, no, no for a first date, not for, like, a bad reason. I mean, like, if he's telling you some bad things, like, listen to your gut. Don't second guess that. But, like, if it's a physical attribute that you are second guessing, like, if, it, it's, if it's really pushing you back that many times, are you really going to be able to, like, change your you opinion? force it, you know. Right. And that that was the thing. So, Maggie, what do you remember about him before the first date other than the fact I really struggled with the baldness? Oh, gosh. Yeah. I, when we were talking about all of your dates and we talked about number two, I was like, 
was that the bald guy? Like, that's the first question I had. Last guy was the truck guy. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> um, but I really don't know if I remember the before, but I certainly remember the after. Yeah. So we'll get into that right now. So the details about the first date. For the first date, I wanted sushi, and a huge perk of working remote is that I was able to squeeze this date in on my lunch break. So it was nice because I had the safety net that I had a meeting at 1 p.m., and I did communicate that to him before we had even met up, so I knew that there would be a hard stop time to this date. And again, if you have to have an emergency evacuation excuse ready to get you out of the date, it just might be better to not go on that date. But we got sushi, and again, just like Mr. One, he did not eat hardly any food. And later, he chalked it up to being nervous, and at this point, I think I'm pretty good at keeping conversation going, and I don't know why all these men would get nervous when we'd go out on our first dates and not eat. Maybe there's more in that to unpack for a different episode, but I was starting to get annoyed that he said he was nervous too afterwards, because like, we're here to eat, honestly. I, okay... <laughs> reflection time reflection time remember my white buffalo in college yes which white buffalo is i don't know if my friend ashley coined this phrase or like what it meant no or is this a legit melissa's talked about with harrison has this whole story i'll tell that's another day okay story but it is a thing okay it's okay like a unique like a, a white buffalo in the crowd is like a very unique thing okay it's like yeah. Oh, okay. So it is an actual legit thing. Go look up White <laughs> Buffalo. Let us know what it is. Maybe we'll have be a little more verse on the next episode. But I remember going on that first date, and that was another guy that I was just like, he's the one. <laughs> uh, Miranda. <laughs> um, but we went out to get pho, and, and that's P-H-O if anyone heard that wrong. But we went and got pho, and it was so awkward sitting there waiting for the food. And after that first date with him, and that's back in college, I said, I will never go out to eat again at a place that doesn't have immediate food or mm -hmm. appetizers because now, like, my go-to first date, like, I love Mexican food regardless. Mexican food is great to go get because you get chips and salsa. Mm -hmm. So if you are a nervous eater or if you are nervous, you can sit there and fill up on your chips and salsa but I just don't get why all of these guys were so nervous. Honestly, I think looking back, if you go on any dates, even in the future, if they don't eat, gone. Yep, I think that. I think we need someone who can eat with uh, us. Seriously, chips and seriously. cheese. Come on. Yeah, seriously. I can't even tell you how much chips and cheese Maggie and I consume in our friendship. I guess another side note: in 2016, Maggie and I backpacked through Japan with our buddy Jesse before he studied abroad in China. And a few weeks before we left for Japan, we realized Maggie had never actually had sushi. Yeah. So I took Maggie on her first ever sushi date. and I, I can't, ate, by the way. You did <laughs> eat. Good job, Maggie. And I can't remember what we got, but I would say I am pretty good at introducing people to sushi, like in a mild fashion. Yeah, for sure. So when this man would not eat anything, I had literally ordered like stir-fry udon noodles, like basic sushi rolls, and they were all fully cooked no raw and that's why i got like annoyed because i was like this is this is easy sushi and don't agree if you really aren't up for trying it don't agree to go there then it was all you can eat sushi why would you go to an all you can eat sushi place Should've and not invited me to I... <laughs> you know what if i have more dates i'm bringing actually that's that is a note if i go on any more first dates i am bringing a friend with because just to eat the food well yeah, yeah you know what 
chivalry is not dead you can pay for us both thank you <laughs> thank you um but yeah would you agree i'm pretty good at like beginner friendly yeah. sushi oh yeah. for sure yes i remember not at all being up for it and i was convinced at the end yep and then we went to japan and oh my gosh actually i kind of fell in love with sushi over there yep i will say that like my palate changed when I was over there because there's not as much like sugar and stuff. So coming back, it was weird getting back into like even like our ketchup being like super sweet and just random stuff. Well, it's like when we went to that convenience store, Lawson's, the best. Yes. But um, they we got all those puff pastries or those things and we thought it was like a feta and cheese and then it was wasabi and something else. And oh, so yeah. like totally different. Mm-hmm. But we digress. <laughs> so... Remember how I said this man's only red flag was that he had no hair? Well, that quickly changed. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. First, I am a very loud person. Every year in high school, I got voted for something related to being loud for yearbook. And one year I was voted most likely to be heard in the hallway. But I know most of the time when to use my inside voice. This man did not. (laughs) He was literally screaming at the restaurant to the point I think I shh him a couple times. Like, he was talking so loud, and people were starting to stare, and I was like, shh. And I was like, we cannot be seen in public yelling at each other like this, having a conversation. I also felt like he didn't look exactly like he did in his photos, so this date was going downhill really fast. I won't get into too many details, but what he was yelling in the restaurant was basically... He had not seen his baby in months because of some allegations that his baby's mother was making against him, and something just did not sit right about what he was saying, so honestly, I was ready to call it right at that point, and also he was shouting these things, and people were staring, but I sat there, and I had conversations with this screaming man, and I enjoyed my free meal, and then he went to pay, and his card declined. Dun, dun, dun. So then I'm sitting there during lunch rush while he's up at the kiosk on the phone with his credit card company where he told me that there was like some fraud on his account. And I can't even tell you how awkward it was because I had that one o'clock meeting that I I legitly had a one o'clock meeting. And so I told him that and I had to go. So when I stood up, the waiter immediately ran over and it was me, Mr. Two, and this waiter standing there in such close proximity. And Mr. Two was like, I know you have to go. I'll, I'll take care of this. It was nice meeting you. And this waiter was literally like three feet away. Like he went to hug me and it was like he almost bumped into the waiter. And it was so awkward, <laughs> this goodbye. But luckily, his credit card declining ended up saving me from having to swerve like an unwanted kiss. And I was able to slip out of there with side hug and got to my car and I did make it to my one o'clock meeting and it was wonderful (laughs) (laughs) I had thought that that date went so bad but as soon as I got done with my one o'clock meeting I saw a long message from him saying he thought it went well that there was fraud on his account and he got the meal paid for and that he wished he could have come and given me a proper goodbye and I said no worries thank you for lunch and sorry you didn't like the food Four days later, I got an unsolicited picture out of the blue. (laughs) And what I wish I would have started doing so, so, so much earlier in life is that when these men think that their genitalia is what is going to win me over, just not to respond at all. I didn't respond to that message. And then he asked me, quote, do you like the video? 
And I turned my red receipts on because, again, remember, he has an iPhone. And I just didn't respond. I let it sit there. 30 minutes after opening his less than classy home production video, he sent me a text saying, and I quote, LOL, we're obviously not going out again, which is cool. You're gorgeous, but I'm sure we're not each other's type. I do want to leave you with this, though, in case you're in the mood for some fun in the near future. See ya, Miranda. And then one last dick pic to seal the coffin <laughs> that was my first date with Mr. Two. What does he expect from that? That's Seriously? what I want to know. Like, read the room. Did he think I was going to run back and be like, yes. And also worth noting, he said he was 6'2 in his profile, and he was definitely six foot at the most. So it's like, man. Yeah, I think he just needed to work on his... Uh, reading the room skills <laughs> yeah. in the restaurant yeah with you <laughs> so lovely enough like i said before on my last episode i don't delete messages so those were all some fun direct quotes that i gotta dig through did you have to make eye contact with the photo again no luckily <laughs> iphone it like because it was so long ago it didn't ha- i didn't have to hit the download button so oh, it was like nice. that great icon nice. so i was like great i didn't have to see it again oh <laughs> so lessons learned <laughs> If you know there is something you prefer or physical traits that you cannot set aside, save yourself the time and the other person's time and just don't try to force something that's not there. I am glad that he wasn't exactly what I usually go for because at that state in my dating, I think if he would have had hair, I probably would have excused some of those red flags on the date. So I do think like it was good he was bald because I think that Maybe if he looked a little different, I would have excused a couple more things. I feel like at that point, too, you had started realizing, like, some of the things you're going to have to sift through to get to people that are at your level or at your standard, not like when you were dating last. And that was kind of my memory of, like, this date and realizing where you're at. Yeah, right. (laughs) Additionally, no gentleman will send you anything unsolicited, as in the first freaking week of you ever meet. And the difference between dating at 22 and 28 was not that distinct with this man, but now I had set some new standards. Yeah. Mr. One taught me that the person I was looking for would not ghost me and come back months later asking for a second chance because this is the year of no second chances. Mr. Two taught me that it is okay to have a type and not to feel bad if someone is not yours. And also, unsolicited picks are so 2012. (laughs) As far as a second date, he most definitely did not get one, which means next week we'll talk about my third first date as a single mom. (laughs) And I had to remember who it was for a second. I think the ultimate question is, did he eat? There was not food served at our first date. So, and I was trying to do every first date was some sort of food just because I felt that food was a good icebreaker that you could sit there and eat and there was like acceptable moments of silence. But now that I think about it, um, Mr. Three, we didn't eat. And Mr. Four, it was like not going out to dinner. And then everyone else was. Well, kind of. I don't know. We'll get into all the details. But (laughs) no, Mr. Three, there was no opportunity to eat. So he did not get the immediate red flag for not eating on a first date. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for listening to Crafty Mama Murr, a podcast. Find me on any social media as Crafty Mama Murr and follow along for more parts. Mama, 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 mama,